Welcome back, y'all, to the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. And today is the episode 68 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, and I have been consistently podcasting now for 68 days straight. So today is no different, and nothing is off the table. So today we're kind of going to get an assortment of things, so sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the podcast. So, back here in Arkansas. So kind of breaking it down for you for some tips and all that, well, in all reality, I am back here helping my family with my father's state of sale. Um, kind of going through the process of selling all my dad's stuff, having a yard sale type kind of approach to it. It's been interesting, a little bit strange when you sell your dad's stuff. <laughs> I don't really know how to describe it, but that's kind of what we're doing today. And it's so interesting going back to where I grew up, which is located in Berryville, Arkansas. And Berryville, Arkansas was a very blue collar country town. I mean, I don't know about how to describe it. Sometimes it's pretty interesting that my family actually was raised there and grew up because nobody stayed there. Everybody moved out and moved on to different locations. But going back is always really interesting because it's a small town. People know you. They know your family. So that's always really interesting because, you know, there's not too many places where you can go where people may know your mother and father. So that in itself is cool. You know, it's definitely strange being back without my father here but you know it's just a process it's a part of life I think in a lot of ways it's just just how things go sometimes but getting into a couple things number one I have a hilarious story for you it's kind of like a multi-pronged story so um you know as you stay in Airbnbs things happen right I mean you're staying in Airbnb has been around long enough now that everyone essentially knows what it is well, it's so crazy because we stayed in Miami and we always have like, you know, five star rev- reviews from renters. People were staying and they always enjoy us staying there. And the strangest thing happened because Natalie told me yesterday that we actually got a bad review, not a bad review, but like a sleight of hand review about how we stayed in a house in Miami for a week. We kept extending and... You know, we left and came back here, but they were saying that we didn't clean it. Everything was super dirty. And for me, it was just really interesting because, um, like, I swept the floor when we left. I did all the little things to clean it up, and it still was crazy to me. And I'm, like, not a dirty person, you know. Sometimes I have my little moments, but who doesn't? But I don't don't live in filth, and I... We'll vacuum a floor, even in an Airbnb, I vacuum the house. So that was really strange. I mean, there might have been some stuff, but it's like, that's what you pay the cleaning fee for. Like, if your Airbnb is a little messy, I mean, you're bringing in someone to clean it out. And it's kind of like the same thing if you stay at a hotel. Like, I think sometimes you're paying to stay there. So for me, it wasn't anything intense, you know, something crazy, but... The funny part is, is my brother um, actually has his first month of having an Airbnb. And it's really interesting hearing his side of it because obviously like whenever you own an Airbnb, it's really different. 
And I guess some people had stayed at his Airbnb for a week. He told me it was already like kind of really, really strange. And I mean, this is like a brand new Airbnb. So I guess some people had rented it out for a week. And he has the type of Airbnb where he has a ring camera so he can kind of watch what people are doing. And they were like vaping, going in and out of the house. He was getting a little bit frustrated with them. And I guess they were working there and the original boss had booked it, kind of going through these processes and, you know, dealing with that. Well, today, as, you know, me and my brother are going through the state sale stuff, um, it was really interesting because his wife actually went up there and, you know, my brother was talking about it and I was like, I was listening and then he started showing me the pictures of some of the stuff that were happening up there. And legit, legit, someone literally left an iron on the rug and burned a brand new rug. They didn't clean the place. They're, I guess they made like a stew out of fish. And it looked like it was flinged across the room, like on the walls. I saw the pictures of it. It wasn't even being dramatic. There was multiple stains on towels, blankets, and sheets. And the pillow looked in like... Somebody was, like, dripping stuff on it. I mean, it was probably the craziest thing I've ever seen from an Airbnb. And it's like everyone always talks about how good an Airbnb would be. But after, like, going through what my brother's gone through this week, but I was like, dang, that is pretty, pretty crazy. You know, just to go through that and to deal with, like, if you saw the pictures. I mean, it was really, really gross stuff. Like... And usually I'm like, okay, whatever, but they, I just couldn't believe how intense it was. But I think that kind of brings me into like a next part. This show is a little bit all over the place. I'm actually going to play, I'm transitioning into another story now about um, the, the time I worked out at um, Planet Fitness. So I'm going to go ahead and, and play something for you. Okay, so that was Alex Hermosi talking about the business model for Planet Fitness. And, like, it's pretty crazy how there's businesses just set up to, like, make money and not really, like, fully help people from that perspective out at a Planet Fitness. But they literally do bring pizza in Monday. And what he doesn't talk about there, too, is the business model of inclusion. Okay. So Planet Fitness has this like no judgment policy and they are open to anybody coming to work out no matter what fitness stage they're in. Okay, so they want to go into all this inclusion stuff. 
But Planet Fitness has this term they use called lunk. Now, let me just see if I can hold on. Okay, so like I was saying, Planet Fitness has the lunk alarm. And what's so funny about it is here's what the lunk alarm is. The lunk alarm, okay, so essentially the lunk alarm is in every Planet Fitness gym. And it's like a big light that people hit as an alarm to stop people from being lunks. Now, I'm going to read this to you and you tell me what you think. The lunk alarm helps maintain a judgment-free atmosphere by stopping a lunk in his dash her tracks. Members pay a role in support both the judgment-free atmosphere and safety of the club floor. Planet Fitness strives to provide a safe and comfortable environment for all members. Okay, is that not in itself like the most hypocritical dash... What would you say? Like, it's almost... I don't want to say it's an oxy... It's not an oxymoron. And it's not ironic. Is it ironic? Maybe. That... Okay, let's break down what's ironic. So, if a diabetic person owns a sugarcane factory, they could be perceived as ironic. So, creating a lunk alarm that stops people from working out in a way to maintain inclusion could be... Or a judgment-free zone... Because the the crooks of the lunk alarm is judging those who seem to be in the characterization of lungs. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Whatever it is, one time I went and worked out in Planet Fitness, okay? So I am going in there, and I heard about the lunk alarm before, and I was just checking out. But, like, the dumbbells only go up to 50. So immediately, like, I'm working out with the 50 ones, and... If you drop your weights at Planet Fitness, that's what's considered a lunk. Or if you're lifting really heavy. So after listening to like the definition or the business model of Planet Fitness, so I'm going to one-up it and say the next thing they do is they don't have inclusion for people who like to lift heavy. So I was lifting heavy. Okay, Imagine me in the gym just lifting. I dropped the weights, not heavy, not like a drum. And I did it two times, and they fired the lunk alarm on me. So it's supposed to be a no-judgment zone, and there's literally alarm that is judging people who they think is lifting heavy or who is a quote-unquote lunk. Now, I don't even know I'm not a lunk. I would never, at least I don't, at least I'm thinking, but I'm like, how can you create something that is judgment-free if it's literally main intention is to judge people? Like, that's what to me is so ridiculous about Planet Fitness and this whole lunk alarm thing. And then with the pizza and inclusion, it's like, why? I mean, you might as well just put beer in the gym that people come and drink and then just put it into, like, a bar where you lift casual weights. But I think that having a lunk alarm is ridiculous. And I think, you know, you put $1 down and pay $10 a month and you're able to work out at Planet Fitness but in my opinion, too, like some of that equipment is dangerous, like dangerous in the sense that like if you are just working out with equipment, it could be pretty, pretty bad. But I'm kind of looking up some stuff right now on Curate about Planet Fitness and the lunk alarm. And it said, this is someone who worked at Planet Fitness. And they said, when I worked at Planet Fitness, I was the overnight guy along with one coworker. And I honestly think we may have used it once in six months for a, for a real reason. We mainly used it 
to mess with other regular members as they had built relationships with. So that's, to me, that's totally cool. That's fun. Like if your client is using it, you're your customer and you know they like to have, you know, they're laughing at it, then yeah, I think that's a great way to build community. Okay. We also use it to do a single one other, such as if I was cleaning the bathroom and he was up front near me, he would set it off and I would go up there. We also used it for one of us was asleep on the hyper massage bed in the alarm clock. He once woke me up at 5.30 a.m. and right before replacing it, after I had slept the whole eight-hour shift on the bed. I didn't realize Planet Fitness was 24-7. In conclusion, it's rare if it ever does get set off as an intended purpose. I got set off on me, bro, and I don't understand why. And it's like so embarrassing, in my opinion. So this says the lunk alarm is ridiculous addition to Planet Fitness, and it's intended to reduce noise levels by sounding in response of a certain volume. So not only does it make noise, okay, so it's supposed to cut down on noise, it makes noise, counterproductive to stopping it, but it also will be a large deterrent for those who work out. That's why it's like once you get the lunk alarm set on you, if you are checking out, it's so ridiculous. The lunk alarm, the Planet Fitness has a lunk alarm where if someone drops weights, grunts, or flexes their muscles, what? Why even put mirrors in there if... Everyone flexes their muscles. I don't care what what muscle, wherever you're at and you're working out, you're going to flex. Everybody knows that. At this point, the gym manager makes a show of asking the lungs to leave. I mean, inclusion, noise, let's make the lungs leave. In my ultimate opinion, I just think it's so ridiculous. And that's my lunk alarm story. I just, every time I think about it, it makes me so mad. And I hate to like purple and yellow but and then they have those stinking billboards everywhere so if you do work out of planet fitness that's fine like i support you and your working out journey i think it's always great but you know once you get to a certain point they might just fire the lunk alarm on you so you gotta think about that all right y'all have a good one we'll talk to you tomorrow